myself I can't afford to be here This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today, we have a guest co-host, a listener, in from out of town. We're going to find out uh, where they're in from, what they did. Uh, His wife is also here. I'm talking about Mr., I hope I say your last name right, Brian Rezin. Brian Raisin. Damn it. Like a raisin. (laughs) But it's not spelled like raisin. It is not, no. Brian Raisin and his lovely wife, Evan Raisin. Unless, Evan, you did not take uh, his name when you got married, like my wife did. You took it. You're a good wife. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She's very kind. Brian, you guys are in from Wisconsin. Yes, Appleton, Wisconsin. How's the weather compare here right now compared to what you guys are having? Well, when we left, the temperature was right around five degrees, and we'd had a week (laughs) between uh, zero, a few Mm -hmm. negative days, um, up around five. Uh, I think it was a heat wave this weekend, right around 30, so... (laughs) Some of the snow is melting, but it's yeah. still uh, much nicer to be out here. Well, see, I've been here for 25 years uh, from Chicago. And, well, I lived in Pennsylvania, then Chicago, then here. And uh, when it gets to be like 50, I'm like freezing. I have like California bones now. I'm like, it's <laughs> 50s freezing. And anyone else is like, what are you talking about? This is terrific. Yeah, we're going in some of the stores, seeing the down jackets and people walking <laughs> around wearing the down jackets when it's, you know, 55 yep, in the yep, morning. And I we're know. ready to go jump in the water because for us, it's a heat wave. I warm the car up in the morning before I take my daughter to school. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's not even a joke. I wish that was a joke. It's not. I do it. Uh, so you guys came in. You didn't come in just for this. Well, we, this this is what really brought us out here. Yes. No, and so we, I, gave you, I gave you guys like a... Uh, a mommy daddy uh, date week. Exactly. This was like your. This was like you're like. Well, look. Why don't we go do this and then we can do other stuff and have like a little vacation. Yeah. Well, when we started looking at doing this initially, I saw um, you'd posted uh, mm-hmm. for an opportunity for somebody to come out and co-host, and I mentioned to Evan that hey, you know, Pat's looking for someone to come out and co-host a listener, and uh, she said, well, you need to do that. So get in touch with him and, and see how you could set that up. So uh, from that point, found this weekend to work out. We've been able to um, go to a great show here, do some other stuff while we're in town, and uh, make a weekend out of it. And uh, just proof that L.A. is a small town, uh, you guys ran into Murray at the Troubadour. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So we were there to see Yola, who put on an amazing concert. And uh, we were standing there waiting for the show to start, and I look over, and I said to, to Evan, I think that's Murray. She said, <laughs> What? I'm like, oh, Murray from Rock Solid. And so, you know, I'm quickly Googling, you know, pulling up a picture and I'm like, yep, I think that's him. So I went over yeah. and, and, and talked to him before the show. What gave it away? The gray hair? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm and as soon as, as soon as um, I said, hey, Murray, and he turned around and started talking, I'm like, yep, okay, it's okay, Murray. This is Murray. Excellent. That's <laughs> Knowing cool. the voice, it was, it was fun to, to chat for a couple minutes. Yeah. I, I, when I run into people that you don't expect to be somewhere, and I live out here and it's still fun. Yeah. So excellent. Um, you got two kids. How old are the children? Two girls. They are seven and three. Seven and three. And yes. who's, who's, uh, they're just alone. You just left some food out. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty them? tough. No, they're, um, staying with Evan's parents while we're, while we're out here. Nice. And, uh, Evan, uh, your parents live, uh, Evan's not on mic, but she can nod. Um, your parents live in the area. So you have a support system. That's good. That's good. And, uh, 
the grandparents were all excited about it, and they were probably and the kids were probably excited about it. Yes, too. the kids were kids were excited to see us go, so that they could go and have their weekend. <laughs> yep, they can do ice cream, whatever they're going to do. They're exactly, do go see Frozen two for the fifth time. It's a good one. <laughs> you know, uh, we we saw in the theater. I really I, I liked it. I, it's I can't see Frozen. It's too. It makes me cold. I have to wear a down jacket. <laughs> Well, if you do, Christoph has a good song in the new one that is straight out of a Chicago album. Oh, and what, which song is that? I, I did see, I did actually. So, see Lost in the Woods. You want to sing a little bit of it? I don't think I want to put the listeners through that. <laughs> but um, check it out if you get a chance. All right. It sounds um, uh, something Peter Cetera would have loved. Oh, that's terrific. I wonder why they don't get some of these veteran artists maybe to uh, sing some songs anymore in these. Uh, well, I guess I got to appeal to the young people. Yeah. The young people. <laughs> Brian, you spell your name with a Y like Brian Adams? Uh, yes. Like the Groover from Vancouver? Yes. Yes, I get a lot of uh, Brian with an I or, or um, corrections with Raisin, but um, <laughs> people say, to work is it, out. Is it, do you spell it the right way with an I or do you spell it that weird way with the Y? Yeah, I get that often, yeah. <laughs> Brian, how did you find Rock Solid? What, how did you find this show? Uh, since episode one. I've uh, been listening. Episode one. Yep, with the, the, the debut albums, I believe was the first episode you did. Those were the, uh, those were the, sh- the 45 minute episodes. Yes. Where we would play like 10 songs. Yep. 10 song clips. Yep. And I remember listening to it um, after hearing you were going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think you closed the first one with um, a Jim Blossoms album, their debut album. Mm-hmm. And um, we've seen the Jim Blossoms uh, several times uh, as they're coming through Wisconsin. And like, oh, well, you know, great music and just really got into it from there all the way through the different permutations of the show um, yeah, over, I mean, over yeah, the years. So many changes. It's yeah. crazy. This is where now uh, for you, this is where Kyle would normally be right here. Oh, okay. And I wouldn't uh, be playing the music. Kyle would be. I have to do all Kyle's work. <laughs> it's a hassle for me. But he's coming back, right? Yeah, I think they're going to, uh, I think they're going to come back. Well, it won't be till the end of the year, but he's going to be visiting in March and we're going to. I told him I'm chaining him to this table and we're going to record <laughs> Knock at, least, at least three or four episodes. Sure. Yeah. But uh, the, thing, the thing I love most about having Kyle here is if Kyle was here right now, I wouldn't even know what your songs are. Oh, So it okay. would be a surprise for me. Got it. But now only my songs will be a surprise and a disappointment for you. No, <laughs> no. I, I've so, heard the range of music you can bring to the table. You've been here for uh, four, over 450 episodes. Yes, that's great. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, we got a, a decent commute, not, as we're learning, not an L.A. traffic commute, yeah. but uh, a decent commute in the morning. So podcasts are how I get to and from work every day. That's great. How many, how many shows, how many podcasts are in your lineup? Uh, probably five or six that I'm actively listening to. Yeah. But, you know, they come in and out as, mm-hmm. as things start and stop and change. Cool. And what, uh, Evan, do you listen to podcasts? No way. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes it's nice just to take the silence of the drive as well, uh, where, where the noise yeah. from home ends, noise from work hasn't started yet. Just uh, enjoy those, those 35, 40 minutes. We should have an Evan cam because I would love people <laughs> to see the, the, the dismissive shake of the head no and the eye rolling and the, uh, Jim Blossoms 10 times, I'm over it. Two, 20 times? <laughs> Is that your favorite band? Uh, not mine, no. No. Is, is it your favorite band? It's neither one of your favorite bands. You've seen them 20 times. They're a great band. They are a great band. I've seen them. They're, I love them, and I've seen them th- three times. <laughs> they, they do um, a lot of summer shows. Uh, they do. We'll come around to Wisconsin on some of the they summer do. tours. So they do. It's uh, always put on a good show. The last time we saw them actually was in December up in Alrighty. Green Bay. All righty. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm worried now since you've been listening to the show since the beginning that I feel like a lot of the songs I have on my list, I know I've played before and I might have the same stories. And that is fine. Okay. Uh, when I was trying to think of a topic to, mm-hmm. to come out here and, and talk through. Yeah. Um, my favorite episodes of Rock Solid have always been the ones where you share those stories. Oh, okay, and cool. each of these songs you know, ties back to a different memory, different story that you have. Um, and, and there's usually a variety uh, you know, running the gamut. I know some of my songs are not my, all in the same lane. Let me look at uh, my list. Eh, okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I always like about the show. All right, cool. So you like when the you like when uh, when Pilar's on or the kids are on, and we're talking about uh, some some yep, stuff. Those episodes, the dedication shows, are always good ones. Those are fun to do because first of all, here's here, first of all, here's why those are fun. I don't have to pick any songs. <laughs> I love when the, I love when the listeners curate uh, uh, the songs for an episode, and uh, you know I assume they, they that they, that's fun that they get a kick out of that. I would get a kick out of that if I was uh, you know I remember when I would uh, when I was a kid and we would call up the local radio station and if you got in and answered a trivia question they would say your name and play the song you wanted. So I was like that's this is much easier than that. Yes, I remember <laughs> sitting on hold to try and do that too. <laughs> I never won. I don't think I ever won anything at the local radio, radio station. Uh, we got on one radio contest mm-hmm. one year around Valentine's Day, but didn't end up winning anything off of that. Damn it. I know. Uh, if you would have won it, I hope it would have been uh, Jim Blossom's tickets. That would have been <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, Brian, I'm going to let you say what the top... You, this, Brian, this is incredible. He's got, he's got literally... He's got everything printed out, and it's it's almost like a, like a, oh god, I'm I'm drawing a blank. The it's a PowerPoint. Cue cards, like cue cards. It's a PowerPoint. Is yeah. what it is. It's a PowerPoint. All right, excellent. <laughs> uh, so, Brian, what's the name of the topic? So, um, looking at a, a theme that would kind of encompass what I was talking about. Um, one of my favorite artists is Ellis Paul. Okay, and he's got a song, "Jukebox on My Grave," and. In that song, uh, he talks about, so, you know, when I'm gone, put a jukebox on my grave. You don't want a headstone, just a jukebox with all of the influences. So for him, it's like when my friends come by, you know, you'll hear Roy Orbison, Hank Williams, Beatles, Dylan, that kind of stuff. So kind of similar to, uh, I know, like we've done or heard a Desert Island jukebox. Yes. A Desert Island album. Yep. Something like that. But um, that's, that's got that story behind it and, uh, you know, some of the songs that have made an impact. So the songs that you're going to play and that I'm going to play, these would be if we put a jukebox on our grave and right people there. came, they could get a sense of maybe who we are by those, uh, by those songs. Exactly, yes. Oh boy, I might have done this wrong. No. <laughs> uh, okay, excellent. Well, I love, first and of all- And it was hard to narrow it down to 15. I will say that. First of all, I love, I love the title of the song and I love the title uh, of the episode. And I'm, I don't know which uh, artist would do this artwork for this, but uh, this sounds like they could have some, uh, a good time with this. I thought it would work out. I think I'm going to maybe have Kyle Hildreth do this one. He seems to, uh, he seems to like to uh, do some craziness. They're all good. That uh, I don't mean to discount anyone. <laughs> they do uh, free artwork for me every week, and I uh, highly appreciate those guys. But um, I'm going to let you kick it off, and I have them. I have them in the order that you sent me. You uh, you prepare better than Murray does. You got uh, <laughs> multiple notes. I had the songs uh, in due time. You, you had the cue times. It's not just Murray showing up, throwing a flash drive at my head and saying, there they are. Do yeah. whatever you need to do. Well, I, I, um, I'm a planner. <laughs> so uh, if I don't come in with that, I would yeah. feel behind the eight ball already. Wait, I got to ask more questions of Brian. What, yeah. do you do, what do you do for a living, Brian? I'm a planner. I'm a, you, a oh, oh, supply chain master planner. 
Yes. Well, and then tell me what that, that involves, because I have no idea. So I work for a uh, cheese company in Green Bay. Okay. A private label cheese company and our supply chain team. <laughs> All right. Uh, working okay. with, uh, you know, planning cream cheese production. Okay. And uh, I know what the answer is going to be, but is the cheese good? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had All the opportunity right. through, through work to, to try a lot of different cheese. Uh-huh. And there's, there's definitely a wide range out there. Are you going to be cheesy today? <laughs> I'm going to do my best to uh, incorporate as many dad jokes as I can. How long have you two been together? Uh, this year marks the uh, year where we will have been together longer than we've been apart. Okay. Um, so we're coming up on uh, 14 years of being married. Is that correct? Did he get that right? 14 years of being married? Yes, he it did. It will he be did. in September. Yep. And how long were you together before you got married? Um, since 2002, December 2002. All right. When so we were uh, 18. 18, yeah. Yeah. We, um, you so, got together when you were 18 years old? Yes. You guys, I could be like your, your uh, I bet I'm as old as your, uh, your parents. How old, are you, how old are your parents? 60? Yeah. yeah 56 as of uh, Saturday. Uh, Happy birthday, uh, by the way. Uh, Evan's my daughter. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, we actually... High, high yeah. school sweethearts? No. Um, so we both are from Appleton. Um, grew up there. Uh, we did grow up in the same church, though mm-hmm. different high schools. Okay. So um, we were both volunteers our senior year um, of high school with um, one of the classes there and, and met that way um, through a friend of Evans who lived a couple doors down from mm-hmm. me in college. We got reconnected. Okay, um, cool. Even though at different schools. So have been together ever since. Um, but growing up in the same city, we actually found as we're going through old pictures, yeah. um, our, our first communion, um, the two of us were up at the altar with the priest standing behind us. Oh my God. Who ended up um, marrying us. And without trying, our wedding photographer actually captured the same picture on our wedding mm-hmm. day. So we have a picture of the two of us when we're eight, um, with, with the priest standing right behind us, right next to um, one of our wedding pictures, where um, I think, uh, she's pulling it up now. Oh my God, Evan is showing me the picture of, of, of the Holy Communion, and then with the wedding photo. That looks very much like the church where uh, my wife and I got married in. It's not, because... Uh, it, we were married in Pennsylvania, but I guess all Catholic churches look the same. There's a lot of similarity. A lot of uh, or, you know, <laughs> crucifixes and ornate stuff. Yes. Uh, well, that's amazing. And you know what's funny? That's, that story reminded me of something that just happened with uh, Pilar, the story that yeah. you told about the, um, the, for, the first communion and then the one. Um, Pilar just had a guest on her show, on her podcast. And uh, like the next day after he was on her podcast, he's a writer, he's done a lot of stuff. He was like, Hey, were you at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in in London in the, this year? And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah." So was I think we were in the same group of people. And so Pilar pulls out this old photo album, rifles through it. Mm-hmm. She's really only got like four photos from that time period. He's in two of them. One, <laughs> one of them is just him and another dude. I'm like, and she's like. That's him. I'm like, that is crazy that you had. To, so, I mean, yeah. Having the pictures, yeah. It's unbelievable. So, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, ended up being a, a pretty fun coincidence. Uh, the jukebox on your gravestone, is it free or do people have to uh, feed the meter? <laughs> I'm learning here, feed the meter. I think, I think. You know, I, start a foundation, something. Got to keep things going for the kids. That's right. That's right. They would have to, you know, that's so morbid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got for us? So. Uh, for me, uh, jukebox track one, 
And what's the, uh, tell me the topic again. I keep getting uh, mumble mouth. Jukebox to the grave? Jukebox on my grave. Jukebox on my grave. Yes. All right, here we go. I'm ready. So uh, starting off for me with the Beatles. Um, for me, the Beatles have always been, one, have been my favorite band. Mm. Uh, growing up, I can remember back listening to the Beatles in the back of, you know, my dad's car, riding around town. And uh, they've continued to, to just always be soundtrack to our life. Um, this last year, we actually went on a trip um, to London and um, hauled everybody out to Abbey Road to the studios. Um, Evan and I, our two girls, um, did, did the, the crosswalk picture and you know, found, found somebody to take a picture of us and you know, use that Christmas card desktop. You know, all, when, all of the pictures we've had this year have been with that Abbey Road shot. When you ask someone to take that photo, did the person go, oh, Christ? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, there was actually an art class that uh -huh. was there oh cool and they'd been there before yeah and um uh, evan's parents were there as well taking taking pictures yeah. too but they're like yeah we'll take some um <laughs> and so it was one of those you know cars are gone everybody runs out right strike a pose right. you know the student you're running Everyone, out you take a picture do it. i did it exactly you gotta do it so we did it um what was was funny is you know after the fact we're going through pictures of the trip with with our girls and our three-year-old um looks at the pictures and says, but you know mama daddy i'm wearing shoes I'm not supposed to be wearing shoes. That's excellent. So it's wow. like, all right, she's, she's on it. She's on it. She's on top of things. They're, they're pretty sharp kids. So. And then you said, yes, honey, that, but that's because Paul's dead. That's well. why he didn't have shoes on. <laughs> so keep your shoes on, sweetheart. Yes. Yeah, couldn't let them go, with, go without. But um, So Abbey Road, I would say, is my favorite album. Yeah, me top too. Top to bottom yeah. uh, of the Beatles. Well, I mean, Beatles album. It's my favorite album. Yes. My yes, favorite Beatles fair. album, for sure. Um, but for, for a song, for me, uh, Let It Be. Is, is my favorite Beatles song. So that's, that's what I would start the, uh, the jukebox with. Let's hear it. When the broken-hearted people living in the world agree There will be an answer, let it be But though they may be parted There is still a chance that they will see There will be an answer let it be, 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 yeah, there will be an answer, let it be. Sounds good in the headphones. Yes, it does. Terrific. Yeah. Every time I hear that song, uh, it's great. So when you started this list, you got 15 songs in your list. What did you start with? How many songs were in it? When you started making the list, what did you whittle this down from? Right around 30. Right around 30. All right, that's not too bad. Yeah. So that, the, the, the range of music was wider. There was some more, more jazz. There was nice. uh, a variety of stuff that I would... I, Evan has, has kindly been a sounding board here. I would bounce <laughs> off, hey, what, if we, what about this song? I love this song. She's like, yeah, nobody else will. <laughs> Evan's uh, like, let's, let's stick to I, a list Brian, that people Brian, will appreciate. I don't care, Brian. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. And then we reached a point where she said, can you just stop talking to me about this and let me know when it's done? <laughs> like, wouldn't it have been nice if you would have been sitting here, Evan, and just all would have been a surprise to you? Wouldn't that have been cool? No. no. <laughs> what, uh, what's your favorite band? Who's your favorite band? Uh, Beatles. The Beatles. Yes. They, they're your, okay. yes. Did you just say that? No. Okay, good. Because I'm having a senior moment if he just said that. <laughs> All right, so my first song doesn't really, it doesn't relate to any family things. It actually relates to um, me and music. 
So the first album that I remember for sure ever purchasing, first vinyl album, was uh, Eagles, their greatest hits, 1971 to 1975. Which, by the way, if you remember our Eagles episode with Wayne Fetterman, Wayne points out that there is no Eagles album or song that was released in 1971. <laughs> So, so why choose that year? Yeah, I don't, I guess they thought maybe if it, they put 72 to 75, it wouldn't seem like a long, I mean, maybe, I don't know, the, maybe some of the songs were written in 71, but it, it literally makes no sense at all <laughs> to, to, to stamp it with those, to just call it your, their greatest hits. Greatest hits. Yeah, you don't need that. But then they got the date. second one coming after it, so. Yeah, but I mean, so anyway. So I, uh, I picked a song off that album. Not necessarily my favorite song off that album. I like some of the more, the slower, sadder songs, mm -hmm. but I do like this song. It kicks off the album and it's co-written by Jackson Brown. And this is Take It Easy. Well, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Four that want to own me, two that want to stone me, one says she's a friend of mine. Take it The sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to make your stand. Take it easy. Harmonies are good. Yes. So I, will they be when they're coming on tour this year again? Mm -hmm. I think. Would you go back and see them? Um, they're coming for like three days, I think, to the forum and I have a connection at the forum. So if I can get free tickets, I will go check that out. I mean, I don't know how I feel about, I mean, I, I know Vince Gill is great, great guitarist. Sure. And, um, I think the kids, I think Glenn Fry's son is named Deacon Fry. Um, I don't know. It kind of bums me out that Don Felder's not there. It's kind. Of, it kind of bums me out that Bernie's not there. I mean, there's guys that are alive that could it still could be come back on tour. Yeah, I mean, to bring Vince Gill in when when Don Felder is still, you know, very vital and alive sure. and kicking and and you know, I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I I love the Eagles. I do. I know it's uh, people. You know, people. It's one of those bands people like kind of sometimes don't like the Eagles, but I do love them. And I did see the music them. is great and yeah, it holds up. Yeah. And I've, uh, I've seen them. I saw them uh, twice when Glenn was still here and it was, it was great. So, um, so I'll, I, I won't pay to see it, but I'll try to go for free. Nice. <laughs> there. I'll go see almost anything for free. <laughs> Evan, who do people tell you you look like? Because every time I look over, I'm, I'm seeing, is it a Kristen wig? Who? Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. I'm trying to think Julie Stiles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think my mom. I think you look like your mom. You know, you look like your mom. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a Kristen Wiig thing, though. Okay, there you go. Um, and, uh, and Brian, I don't know who the hell you look like. I, nobody's ever been able to pinpoint it. <laughs> You're unique. <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, well, oh, wait, wait. Evan, you got one? What's the name of the NYPD guy? NYPD. The old NYPD guy. I'm not sure I like where this is going. From Hill Street Blues, that guy? Evan's not on mic, so I'm just repeating what she's saying. Blue Bloods. Main actor in Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck? Tom yes. Selleck? Yes. You know what? You do, look, you, you do look a little bit like Tom Selleck. Now, I'm I missing can the see mustache. That. 
Yeah, if you had the money, I can see it definitely in the eyes and nose for sure. <laughs> All right, good deal. Uh, let's go. Number two. All right. What's up? So, um, also, you know, top bands for me is Chicago. Uh, I've had the opportunity to see them a few times. Um, once with Earth, Wind, and Fire, one of the shows where they come out and they're you know, going back and they forth. End, end of the show, everybody up on stage, which was made for a great party. Um, you know, my favorite Chicago song is and always has been um, Dialogue, one and two. What I like about this one is it's, it's the back and forth between, um, between Peter and Terry, you know, both with, with music and with, with the lyrics. And at the end of it, neither one like is, is forcing an opinion and right. at the end of it they both take some of the other's point of view and uh i like that and seeing how how it ends with you know making everything better you know teach children mm-hmm. and, and the way the horns come in just everything about the song the way it builds i love it so now talking about that uh, we were talking about the eagles on tour chicago is a band that is is really whittled down to yes what do we got now we got robert lamb we got lee lockney and we got uh, Pankow. Yes. And that's... I think that's I think, from the original that's lineup. It. That's it. Yep. That's we saw it. them. They were in Appleton last spring. They're so still good, though. They're great. Yeah. I the, mean, they, and the they, music is just amazing. It's, it's timeless. I don't, I don't know how those horn players can, can do that day after day after day. It's impressive. They've really got to be in some... Uh, the, the lung capacity has to be strong. Oh, yes. This is Del- Delilah. <laughs> this isn't Delilah. This hey, is Dialogue no. Part 1 and 2. Very nice. I love that song. Three seventy songs in a row. I was that. That's what I remember hearing growing up. So mm-hmm. I remember going through um, uh, the, the the records my parents had, you know, underneath yeah. the turntable, and it was it was Chicago, the Beatles, Three Dog Night, uh, Van Morrison. Well, I got another seventy song coming up, so we're just going to keep it going. Let's and, go. Um, now, I said that the Eagles was the first album I purchased, but I remember the first 45, this first single, single I purchased, you know, obviously I heard their song on the radio and I went, there was a, there was a music store down, uh, I, I came from a very small town, like 5,000 people, uh, Western Pennsylvania, and we would go down to Treese's, that was the family name, Treese's Music Store, and they sold sheet music and instruments and, and you could take, you know, guitar lessons, piano lessons there, but then they had just a little section of some albums and some, and they would get some 45s in, but they would really literally only get like one copy of each 45. So you kind of had to get down there and, right. and be lucky. So uh, I, I was lucky enough. I found this. Uh, I've loved this artist ever since. This is James Taylor, and the song is Your Smiling Face. Whenever I see your smiling face, I have to smile myself because I love you. Yes, I do. 
give me that pretty little pout It turns me inside out There's something about you, baby I don't know Isn't it amazing a man like me can feel this way Tell me how much longer It will grow stronger every day Okay, now this is very interesting that I have to tell you right now, because as when I said the song out of my peripheral vision, I see, uh, I see Evan kind of, you know, uh, make a move, not a move on me, but she kind of like (laughs) perked up and she quick grabbed a pen and paper and Brian, tell us what she wrote down. Uh, that was our song when we were dating. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Both huge James Taylor fans. And that was one I I left out, um, saying, you know, some of the the records I remember listening to. Was this Uh, possibly on your list? Uh, this was one that I cut in favor of another James Taylor song down the way. Insane. Yeah. I love that song so much. That's my favorite James Taylor album too. JT. I love it. He's, he's great. And I, I always think um, when I'm talking um, with, with my, my grandparents, especially my grandma with music, James Taylor was um, a huge artist my dad mm-hmm. was into. And um, my grandma always uses him as the, the point to compare. It's like, oh, you know, we're, we're seeing uh, for us, Ellis Paul. Oh, he's like James Taylor, right? So you <laughs> okay. got the, yeah, the acoustic sure. you know, singer-songwriter. Is, James Taylor is, for us, is kind of that, that starting yeah. point. And uh, at the time of this record, today's uh, Monday, February 24th, he has a new album coming out on Friday. Okay. And it's called American Standards. It's actually, he's, he's covering. Is that where it's like an interview with him as well? Uh, no, that's out right now, though, on Audible. It's like a 90-minute. Uh, right. He talks about the first 21 years of his life. Yeah. Kind of like a, I guess he doesn't want to write his autobiography, so he's going to do it like this. Okay. But then someone will probably transcribe that and they'll release it as a book sure. anyway. But no, he's, uh, he recorded an album of Standards, and that comes out on oh. On uh, Friday, February 28th. Okay, because I've been seeing some of the, the, the pop-ups on yeah. uh, Facebook and other things where he's talking about Joni Mitchell and the Beatles yeah. and, you know. He's, uh, he's still great live. Have you seen him live? Yes, we have. He was at Summerfest a few years ago in uh, Milwaukee. I mean, the guitar playing is, is crisp and clear and his voice is still great. I and mean, his band is great. His band's great. I mean, it's so good. Oh, I'm so glad that I picked that one. <laughs> what a weird, freaky thing. All right, back to Brian's jukebox. Yeah, so... Um, Hold on, Brian. I want to put some flowers on your grave. There we go. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So um, another another song for me that uh, was a huge um, song in in, for Evan and I when we were dating, um, "Moon Dance" by Van Morrison. So Van Morrison has a great catalog, um, and this album. I know you've done the perfect album episodes before. Yeah, you think this Moon Dance Dance, is a perfect either perfect album or perfect album side. All right. So if you're looking at side A and it's Stone Me, Moon Dance, Crazy Love, Caravan, and Into the Mystic. That's pretty great. What, that's awesome. What side do you got side B for? Side me? B, Come Running, These Dreams of You, Brand New Day, Everyone, and Glad Tidings. That's a solid album. All the way through. You can't you can't beat that. Yeah. Let's hear Moon Dance. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. Fantabulous night to make romance Neath the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heartstrings that play soft and low You know the night's magic Seem to whisper and hush 
Looking all the summer light seems to shine in your blush. Can I just have one more more dance with you, oh, my love? You cued these up perfectly too. You, you perfect, <laughs> Thank perfect you. cue spots. We there we, we um, a- after I I um, got the list down. Then the, the next thing I, I bothered Evan with was, do we start here or here? You know, where's the right point? Because there's I'm trying there's so to make many. dinner, honey. Please, <laughs> like dialogue. Do you start? You know, where there's the conversation or after the horn mm-hmm. break in the second half? Well, the yeah. Chicago songs. It's difficult sometimes to find the perfect spot because there's all so good. much going on. Yeah. Again, the, one of the things I love about recording the show is uh, just listening to Moondance with these headphones on. It's you great. hear the tinkling of the piano in one mm-hmm. ear and then some acoustic guitar in the other. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have that as a ringtone on my phone. Um, and so get to hear is it music, every day. Is, is music your favorite thing? Uh, after family, yes. It's right up there. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. See, for me, it's first and then family. Um, <laughs> well, it's Depends music, on the day. It's the cat, then music, and then, and then the rest of the family. That's how. <laughs> Do you have any pets? We have a dog. Uh, male or female? Uh, male. Newman. Newman. <laughs> Newman. Yes. Newman. It works very well. Yeah. What kind of dog is it? He's a Bashan Shih Tzu. So uh, he, he is a little nine-pound teddy bear. Nice. How old is he? He is 10. 10. He'll be 11 this month. Does he still seem like a puppy, though? Because No, he seems like a grumpy old man. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> uh, right before our first daughter was born, you know, you're getting the, the room ready for mm-hmm, the baby. Sure. He um, pooped right next to the pile of clean clothes. <laughs> uh, you know, welcome to the family. <laughs> He's like, you're not taking my right. seat. He knew, he knew something was coming. Something was happening. Yeah. He used to steal a uh, pacifier. And just destroy it? Yeah. Just keep it in his uh, mouth. Just keep it in his yeah. mouth. So she couldn't have it. <laughs> if you're not playing with me, you're not playing with anybody. I love it. I like that grumpy old dog. Newman. <laughs> um, let's go back to 1978, staying in the 70s still. Uh, I, I guarantee you, Brian has songs that are not in the 70s. But right now, we're still in the 70s. And uh, this is my favorite band. This Cheap Trick is my favorite band. And the first time I heard him on the radio was with a song from the At Budokan live album. And the thing that grabbed me, well, the song grabbed me, but the thing that grabbed me initially was they would play like the little intro, the little spoken word intro before the song would play. So I don't want to miss that. And uh, this song, when they play in concert, I'm sick of it, but I still love this uh, version on At Budokan. And the song is I Want You to Want Me. I want you to want me. See, now, I, up to that point, I never heard, I, I, I never heard on the radio someone introduce the song. I never really heard a live song on the radio. You know, that was a maybe Peter Frampton from Frampton Comes Alive, sure. but. I could just keep playing it. But, I know. Uh, For that one, the crowd noise, really picking it up here. Yes. I love when they get the, you know, didn't I, you know, see you crying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sometimes it sounds like it's on a loop, though. Sometimes it sounds a little manufactured. Manufactured to me, but um, yeah. And then uh, I heard I heard this song and I bought this album, and um, and I just love this album so much. I was just like, who are these people? These two guys that are good looking and these two guys that look like dorks and what, what, <laughs> what is happening here? And you know, it was a gatefold cover. So you open, it had a booklet in it. The whole, it, the whole thing was packaged. The whole experience. Perfectly. Yes. So, so then I'm like, Oh, they have, Oh, there's a live album. So these songs came from studio albums. So then I went and bought those Go three back. studio albums. And then, then I've just been, I've been a day of release cheap trick guy. I've seen them probably 40 or 50 times. And uh, yeah, they're still my favorite band. I don't listen to them like nonstop every day, like no, because some people think if it's your favorite band, it's like no, I'll go for no. But you can always go yeah. back to it. Yeah, and I just it makes me feel the same every single time. So, so that's why I play. Great that song, one. thank you. I didn't write it. <laughs> but thank you. Oh, you're gonna oh you're gonna take us into the year two thousand. The year two thousand, yeah. So um, this next one, um, I don't believe has been played on the show before. Or much, if anything, by this band? Boy, I couldn't tell you for a million dollars <laughs> if it has or hasn't, but I trust you. So um, 2000 was right where we were in high school. Mm -hmm. And my high school job, one of my high school jobs, I was a mascot for our local minor league baseball team. Did they have to make a special suit because you're so tall? Um, we made some modifications, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> they removed. Uh, they removed some of my vertebrae. And there, there was an extra like stirrup, oh, modification. The pants, Wait, the modifications on the suit, not to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, that was uh, so. You know, in between innings, I would be. You know, usually there were games, mm -hmm. and there were you know different events, and, and you know there would be a team doing all those promotions, and I always liked the opportunity when you know, a song would come on and then I would have the dugouts. You can go on top of the dugouts and get the crowd going with something other than the wave. Although, you know, running back and forth and getting the whole crowd into it and, and doing the wave, that's fun. <laughs> and, um, I mean, as a job, yeah. um, it, it really takes you to a different place because you aren't you anymore. You're the mascot. Yeah. So it gives you a separate license yeah. to really kind of go outside of your comfort zone and, and, you know, take right. on that No one knows who you are. Right. So uh, around that time, um, you know, TRL, Total Request Live on MTV, huge show. I remember watching, you know, the video countdowns after school. Carson Daly? Carson Daly, yes. And they'd have the, the bands on, you know, outside, I think in Times Square. You know, you just see swarms of people to see Eminem and the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Who is this, uh, this next song? There was one um, inning break where, um, you know, there was, there was nothing on the schedule mm -hmm. and... Um, say, oh, okay, well, maybe it'll be music. Maybe I can go up. And the, the inning ended, and I hear the opening of Bye Bye Bye, and I go, oh, wait, I know this one. <laughs> like, I've seen this video. I can do this. I've got the moves. It's like, this, this is a, a now or never. Get up on the, the dugout. And because at that point, you know, they have the choreographed dance. Brian, this is your moment, Brian. Exactly. Don't, <laughs> don't lose it. Um, so, you know, it was one of those where, you know, the song comes up, you get the whole inning break. And, and that stuck with me as, for whatever reason, I remember that part of, of the job with, uh, with Bye Bye Bye. This is a great song. I love the song. And I always liked uh, NSYNC more than uh, the Backstreet Boys. They were my favorite of the boy bands. <laughs>
some light song. light production on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah, the the Backstreet Boys. I just I remember seeing them on Saturday Night Live the first time, and I was like, "Is this a joke? This isn't real, is it?" Like they had like a chair, they had chairs, and they would move the chair, and then sit, I'm like. This is lame. This is awful. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. So, um, but then when so when Insync came around, I'm like, oh, here's more guys like that. But no, they were much much more talented. I think so. I think so too. Uh, but well, they 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 spawned Justin Timberlake. That guy's legit. No one. None of those other. You know, has had no, a life like that. Like after. that. No, no. No way. We did actually see uh, 98 Degrees. Um, in Appleton, they came. Who's came choosing there. these shows? Is it you, Brian, or is it Evan? It's a mix. <laughs> is it Evan? Is it a mix? <laughs> I'm like live music. We can go. Yeah, whatever one. Do you go? Do you go to a lot of shows? We uh, yes, we have had the opportunity to see a lot of shows. Does everyone? Uh, where, where? What venue? Do you, you're in Appleton. What's the? Where do you go? So we have the the Performing Arts Center. That's yeah. where in Appleton. Okay. Um, usually we see um, a lot of theater shows there, but that's where we've seen Avid Brothers. Okay. Um, Chicago. Great. 98 Degrees. B.B. Um, King. Okay. Saw him there. Um, and then we also go, you know, Green Bay North. Uh, saw Paul McCartney there last okay. summer. How far is Green Bay from you guys? Half hour. Oh, that's great. Yeah, this is we, perfect. Yeah, we work out. Both of us work up in Green Bay. I've been to Green Bay. I've been to Appleton, but it, it's when I, in my stand-up days, so it's been sure. a long time. But that, yeah, half hour is great. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and then, yeah, Milwaukee. Um, we've seen Paul McCartney there, Elton John there this fall on yep. his last tour. Uh, saw him in Milwaukee. What do you uh, do? You have a cap for your ticket price. I mean, you get you guys got kids. You got uh, all the you stuff know, it, that comes along it, with uh, being married and having a house, and I assume and all that stuff. It really depends on the show. Okay. So for like a, a, a Paul McCartney, Elton John, we have to see them now. Yeah. Um, you really, you know, you, I don't want to miss an opportunity. Yeah. Because I tell you people, never know when. I tell people if there's some artists that you've never seen and they're they're you know getting up there in age what are you waiting for yeah what are you waiting for go see them absolutely um so that's that's a lot of it and then some of the other ones it depends on the show okay um or as far as um we did this year try something new with a house concert which was oh, a, new, a new experience yeah. for us Who to, was it? to host ellis paul Wait, did you have it at your house yes oh, that's amazing yes. Did, did he stay at your house also uh no he did not no, nope, but he was because he's uh, you know touring sure. around. Yeah, so yeah, after yeah. after the show ended, he was on the road. I think around eleven thirty or twelve, mm -hmm. just going to the next, going to the next step. Wow. So, um, what was the setup there? You, uh, just a, a, him and acoustic guitar. I yep, assume. him on guitar. But does he have a Does he have a PA or did you have to rent that? Um, we we had to provide that. Yes. So we we hauled out our piano into our into our backyard. Okay. Um, on the on the deck and, and had it out there. Um, brought in some tables and chairs. We have a. Uh, I'll say tenuous relationship with some neighbors. So made sure we had the, uh, the, the permits with the city and everything all set to go. Why didn't you and just invite those neighbors? We did. Okay. We invited everybody. And um, the ones who didn't come, we saw in their living room next door with the windows open, still listening to the show, but sure. they couldn't you know, make it. Gotcha. Uh, across the lot. Oh, line, and so. then Evan's showing me a picture. That's amazing. They've got lights in the trees. That's beautiful. Yeah. What time of year was this? Uh, that was September. December. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that looks amazing. That's yeah. a nice setup. And it was, it's a, a very different way to mm. experience a concert. So, you know, he was up there, but you know, one song came down and was just walking around and you hear the stories. I, I get back to like, stories are, you know, I like hearing the stories behind the songs, right. either from the artist or, you know, what's going on. Um, there's, there's one coming up from him. He's like, oh yeah, I wrote it about this girl, but I had to change the name because I was with somebody else at that point. Nice. And you, you know, you get yeah. those, those stories that otherwise you might miss. Yeah. I saw Marshall Crenshaw out here at a house concert. I, I'm, I'm on someone's email list and 
and said, Marshall Crenshaw is going to be at my house. I'm like, yeah, I'll come to that. Did you, uh, <laughs> so the people that you invited, did you, did you charge them? No, no. And, um, so you just paid for Ellis Paul out of your pocket, like a, your own private concert. Yes. And did he sign stuff for you? Yes. Pictures? Yes. Did you, the vid- whole nine did you videotape the whole concert? Were you um, allowed to do that? Not the whole concert. No, he does a, a fun thing where after the, the set break, he'll kind of improvise. And so mm-hmm. he did, um, an improvisation, you know, he just kind of goes, um, making up a story on the spot about the night and what's going on. And we, we did get a recording of that. It was right around our, our anniversary. So he kind of worked that and it was, it was pretty cool. That's really fun. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And were your parents, did your parents go Evan? That's great. Yep. yep. Our parents were there. We invited family, friends, neighbors. So it was, it's, it makes it. for a fun show. Very different than, you know, the, the larger venues, but uh, what if he fun came, experience. What if he came and he was like just a jerk? He was like snorting cocaine and he was just a bat. <laughs> Heaven says bye, bye, <laughs> bye, 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 bye. <laughs> All right. We'll leave uh, him with the dog. My next song is a song by a band who, uh, very similar to being a, a mascot, they put on a costume and they put on makeup <laughs> and then they're free to be uh, a little bit probably more uh, on stage how they aren't in Maybe real life. Maybe like a demon like or a star demon child. demon or a star child or a spaceman <laughs> or a little kitty cat. It's Kiss. And the reason I'm playing Kiss is because this was the first concert I ever went to. 1979, I would have been 15. They came to Pittsburgh Civic Arena which is about two and a half hours where, from where I lived. But they would do these bus tours. It was called the blue and white bus. And you would get, you'd buy your ticket and you'd pay for the, and the bus would take you to the Civic Arena. And then you would get out and go into the concert. And then after the concert, get on the bus and they would bring you. They brought you like to the local shopping mall and then your parents would pick you up there. And I can't even believe that my parents ever let me do this at 15. <laughs> I can't believe it. Because my mom is so worried about everything now. I, I really don't know how this happened. But I went and saw Kiss. I think it was, I think uh, I still have my tickets up. I think it was nine fifty. Yeah, there, the t- prices have gone up. It's insane, right? I was, <laughs> uh, I was tweeting about that last week, how, you know, when I was a kid and we went to see a movie, maybe it was two bucks, three bucks, and now it's 15. Four, 15 but I mean, that, that kind of makes sense. You know, that's not bad. But the ticket prices, nine fifty to hundreds, hundreds of, of dollars. dollars, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, this was the song that was out at the time. It was the Dynasty Tour, or as some people say Dynasty, which is stupid. <laughs> but this is, uh, well, you'll know it. My first Kiss album was one of the uh, Symphony Live albums. <laughs> Kiss Alive Symphony, I think, is what it's called. Yep. Did uh, have you ever seen Kiss in concert? Uh, no. Have not seen them yet. Because who's going to go with you to that? No one's going to go with you to that. Well, uh, it would, I would have to ask really, really nicely. Do uh, do you have an, do you have another concert friend, or is it always is, is Evan always get the? Uh... Uh, usually Evan. 
because you could cut, you could cut, you could save fifty percent of your money if Evan, <laughs> if you didn't make Evan go. Yeah, and and I've you know gone to shows with um, family too with my dad, and uh, some shows with uh, right. with Evan's dad too. All right, no buddies that want to go to shows with you. Depends on the show. <laughs> It's hard. It's, so we're at, we're at a point now where everybody's got you know kids, yeah. and it, it's hard to line up schedules. We're mm-hmm. learning as, as our kids get older and they get involved in more stuff. Yeah, uh, like a Thursday night concert in Madison is yeah. a lot harder to swing because Friday you got you know you got to get up for school, get ready for that, get mm-hmm. ready for tennis, all the other stuff going on. So yeah. uh, it's easier in the summer, but uh, it's. It gets a little complicated sometimes. See, Evan, my wife isn't, she's not into a, a lot of the bands I like. So she, she's seen, you know, Sting, Melissa Etheridge. We saw Gin Blossoms, Sheryl Crow, you know, stuff like that. But no, for the most part, she's like, no, I, like, I, wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even ask her because the answer would just be like, no. But um, so I have, a, I have a really good friend, Suzanne. She actually was just texting me a minute ago. And uh, my wife calls her my concert wife. So that's, uh, that's what I got. No, I don't recommend you go out and get a concert wife because you're married. <laughs> I had known Suzanne prior to, uh, sure. to knowing my wife. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't recommend. Yeah, please, Brian, don't go get a concert <laughs> wife. That, that's not going to fly. Uh, now, your next song coming up, I don't know this artist, so I'm excited. It's from 2009. Holy craziness. Do you like this next one? All yeah, right. so uh, Evan's Evan is, going crazy. Yes. Um, next artist is Will Hogue. And when you're talking about concerts that we've seen together, mm-hmm. uh, we went and saw him. This was one of the first concerts we went to together in Milwaukee. Um, Will Hogue is someone um, I found out through Evan um, because he was on the Gap soundtrack, you know, playing in the store. And oh, 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 she, she okay. used to I work like, at the Gap in high school. I was like, I was like, the Gap. I don't think I've seen that movie. <laughs> the Gap <laughs> no. soundtrack. Okay. No, the 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 store music. And gotcha. so it was a song, uh, Wish, that he did. Um, and it, you know, he's, she brought him forward. You know, you got to hear this guy; he's great. And um, the song here is um, "Even If It Breaks Your Heart." It was one uh, he released it on his album in 2009. So we saw him before this album and again after. And he was one of the artists. One of the things I love is where um, at the end of the set, you know, last song comes out at the edge of the stage, no mic, just acoustic guitar, and sings his brains just you know everything he's got belting. With no mic no mic that's great yeah the at the ballroom there and it was he was he was great this this particular song um he did um get a grammy nomination for it uh when the eli young band recorded it a, nice. a country version i'm partial to the original even if it breaks your heart yes this could be your next house concert uh, <laughs> if that worked out that would be amazing <laughs> here we go some dreams keep on getting better Gotta keep believing if you want to know for sure. Whoa, I can hear them playing. I can hear the ringing of a beat up old guitar. Whoa, I can hear them saying, Keep on dreaming even if it breaks your heart. That is great. Yeah, because I, I didn't the songs that I didn't know in your list. I did not listen to them. I just queued them up, and you know, I would hear like you know five seconds. But I like to, 
I want a little bit of surprise. Yeah, yeah. That song starts off, um, you know, as, as a kid, and mm-hmm. you know, wanting to to be there and and hear the music. It's like old enough to get there, but too young to go inside. Yeah. So you know, standing outside, listening to the music, and you know, working on the way up. Just keep going, um, no matter what they say, even if it mm-hmm. breaks your heart. Uh, yeah, that's a great tune, man. I'm gonna have to check out. I don't know why I called you, man. Hey, man. That's man. That's that's great. great. Uh, I'm going to have to check out some of his music. Yeah. Should I start with this album? Should I start um, with The Wreckage? Or is there... uh, the Wreckage is great. My favorite album of his is Small Town Dreams, which okay. came out in 2015. Uh, it's, it's a similar blues feel. It goes a little bit more towards uh, Americana. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's a great album, top to bottom. All right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll look for both of those. And I also used to work at The Gap when I first moved to Chicago. A lot of folding of the T-shirts with that folding board <laughs> just incessantly. And because as soon as someone pulls something out, oh, no, you got to go, is this a small? Yeah, it says right here. You don't have to pull it out. Jerks. What the sticker's for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked when I would just would be greeter. That was the best. You just stand there. Welcome to the Gap. Welcome to the Gap. Welcome to the Gap. <laughs> Fall into the Gap. All right, my next song, we're going to be... Uh, we're gonna let me ask you a question, Brian, about this show. Okay. When uh, when a long episode drops in your feed, are you mad about that? Are you mad at a long? You see something that's no. like you're like two two and a half hours. No. Damn it. Absolutely not. Because I have I've found new music. Mm-hmm. I have um, spent a lot of money on iTunes as a result of right. you know hearing the variety of stuff out there. And okay. you know what? If uh, I don't like a song, there's the skip fifteen second button, so you can go to the you know. Yeah the next part where somebody's talking or the next song. Or you can also just push that button through the talking. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Uh, When I get an email and someone's just like, the episodes are getting too long. It's like, well, you don't have to listen all at one time. No. Break it up. Yeah. And if you have the time to sit down and listen to a two hour episode, uh, more power to you. If I was in the car, if I had a long commute somewhere and, and, and I liked the show, I would, I would love it. So yeah, but I know every every Thursday morning on the way into work, I get to listen to the next episode. That's why the, I that's why I drop it at one a.m. on uh, so that everyone can have it. Yep. Let me tell you, last week I was yacht rocking on the drive into work. <laughs> that, was, that was a great I, that, episode. That was a fun episode. Uh, we're gonna. I think the three of us are gonna do Southern Fried Rock. Next. Okay. So get ready for some Molly Hatchet. <laughs> okay. Uh, this song. Is from 1995. That's the year that uh, I moved out here. I met my wife that year. And uh, this song was in a movie, uh, Jerry Maguire. And it was one of the, it was early date movie that we went to. You know, uh, a fun movie, romantic movie. And uh, this song by Bruce Springsteen. And this just, uh, this just makes me think of uh, first getting together with Pilar. So this is Secret Garden. She'll let you in if you come knocking late at night She'll let you in her mouth If the words you say are right If you pay the price She'll let you deep inside there's a secret garden she has. Evan wants to write me a note. Oh, she's writing a note to him. It's not for me. I'm not going to read it. It's 
personal note. <laughs> she says she's having fun. Oh, good. I hope so. <laughs> if not, you would just slam those headphones down and walk out, fall asleep in that chair. So, uh, yeah, I like that Bruce Springsteen song. It's, it's a good uh, song. I remember that being on the radio a lot. Yes. Yes, it was. I think they had a, then they released like a string version. They went in and added some strings to it. And Are you a Springsteen fan at all? Uh, yes. Not, not like mm-hmm. the whole catalog, but I definitely from uh, the hits, I love them. Who's touring? The... <laughs> I've been taking a picture. Who's touring this summer that you want to go see or you're excited to go see? Um, There's a lot of people touring this. Like there are. It, it seems like more people this summer, and that sounds crazy. But uh, when when the list came out for out here, I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, the, the only one we have tickets to right now is our daughter to see JoJo Siwa. Who's JoJo Siwa? Uh, a dance mom's star, oh. I think. Uh, she's got her own Nickelodeon show with uh, oh high top shoes. Oh um, god, I, they're really into it. Does so. your daughter watch Dance Moms? No. No? Okay. No, she, she found her through school. Okay. So. All right. Uh, that's the only one we have tickets to now, but it'll, de- it'll depend as we see more of the, the lineups get announced, um, yeah. who's coming around. Um, I didn't ask you this question so that I could answer it, but I have, we, I'm taking Rita to see Billie Eilish in April. Then she, I got tickets to see Harry Styles. I think that's not till September. I've got tickets to see the Go-Go's in June. And... <laughs> Can we just stay in LA? Evan said, I want to go with him. him. Uh, that's well, the great thing about LA is like sometimes bands will play that aren't on tour, but they live out here. So they're just sure they might just play you can catch a show. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to go to the fond and do a show. So it's kind of fun. I like it. I like LA. How long have you guys, have you, are you guys born and raised in Wisconsin? Yes. In Appleton. And do you like it? Yeah. It's a great place to raise a family. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a, you know, the schools are great. Um, the, the area is great. There's a lot to do. Yeah. Um, there's actually, we have every summer the, the Mile of Music in Appleton, where downtown Appleton has um, concerts for a whole weekend. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I think last year there were over 700 shows over the course of the weekend. Just all the restaurants, bars, parks, they have music going all day long. Now, what, what kind of a band might come there? A Blue Oyster Cult? Uh, they haven't been there yet. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a, it ranges... Um, it's curated by Corey Chisel, who's from Appleton. Okay. Um, there's been uh, Nora Jones was there one year. Oh, Sturgill Simpson's great. been there. Oh, no, these, um, these Richie are... Ramon came on stage for okay. one one concert in the summer. Okay. But it's a lot of uh, regional bands too. Okay, uh, people cool. who are who are growing. Um, Dan Rodriguez um, is there every year. Uh, we saw Tony Luca a couple times last right. year. Uh, if you remember him from The Voice. I don't remember him from The Voice, but that's okay. But uh, yeah, uh, just a, it's a fun weekend because the whole community comes out and it's just show after show after show um, and there's always something to hear. I'm glad that you said, uh, Evan, I'm glad you said that your daughter uh, at seven does not watch Dance Moms because my daughter at 15 watches it and I'm just like, oh, this is just trash. <laughs> this is trash. But she know, at 15, she's like, oh, I know. I, I just watch it for the it. dancing and the moms are stupid. So she recognizes that it's stupid, thankfully. But uh Ryan, you're up. We got a jugo. We're, we're at your gravestone. Yep. And we're going to play a song. So the next band is um, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Yeah, don't know this band at all. So Roger Klein was with the refreshments in the 90s. Okay. Um, their, their hit was um, Banditos off of Fizzy Fuzzy Big and Buzzy. Okay. Nope. That album. Um, <laughs> so he's, he's with the Peacemakers now. This band um, is the band I got a permission slip to see from my parents. 
because I wasn't old enough to get into the bar. <laughs> so um, Evan was going with her parents, and okay. um, my, my family was um, on vacation up north, and my, my dad drove me back to Appleton to okay. see Roger Klein and uh, wrote a permission slip saying it was okay for um, the underage Brian to, to go check out the band. And um, like Will Hogue, Roger Klein is one of those guys who leaves everything on the stage and puts on a great show every time oh, we've seen him. That's cool. All right, so the song is... Maybe We Should Fall in Love. All right. All our might Can't change it at all Speed of light Is slowing down to a crawl And now we find that we'll take flight Only when we fall Maybe we should fall in love And the chorus The birds and the bees May smile or ignore us Despite our pleas What is this terrible thing Brings us towering to our knees Maybe we should fall in love Maybe we should fall in love That's a great sound. It's a lot of fun. It's great. Yeah, they do um, uh, a concert every year in Mexico, I think, and uh, it looks like a great party. And he makes a, a nice tequila. And how did you discover this band? Uh, through Evan and Evan's family. So your family likes music? Your mom and dad do? Do you guys have uh, brothers and sisters, siblings? Yes. Yep. And, uh, nieces and nephews? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah. I love this. this family keeps growing. Very, 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 and what? And a very personal question: You guys are done. We're good. Done. <laughs> we're, we're we're good. Our our daughters are awesome and just right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Why uh, why mess it up? Why mess it up? You might get a boy who's gonna mess it up. Oh. Did you guys want? To, did you now? You, you just you want a healthy child, obviously. But did you? If you had a preference, if you could have, if you could have said, eh, I'd rather have. A boy or a girl? Did you want? What did you want? She wanted girls. And what about you? I will go with the happy, <laughs> a healthy baby See, answer. I always <laughs> say I, I wanted girls because I don't do a lot of the guy stuff that might come along with having boys, like uh, like the organized sports stuff. Doesn't mean that girls aren't don't want to do it. Maybe they do, but you boys are, probably will. And I'm not. Yeah, I just not not into it. Yeah. Um, for example, uh, Saturday on my birthday, we, uh, Reed and I, we uh, had a daddy-daughter date. We went and saw a movie. And then uh, I said, do you want to go get a pedicure after the movie? And she said, yeah. She goes, can I get a manicure and a pedicure? I said, yep. I get pedicures a lot. But um, and do you get pedicures too, Brian? I've had one. All right. Uh, it, it was my first experience uh, with that was this year. Well, it was uh, nice. Uh, and Reed is like, I think I want to get black polish. I'm like, oh, yeah, get whatever you want. And she goes, will you get black polish? And I said, if you want me to. So uh, I'm showing a picture. Is, Very uh, nice. Yeah, got black polish. And uh, yeah. every, time, Our, every time I take my sock off, it startles me. I'm like, <laughs> what happened to my toes? Oh, that's from this weekend. <laughs> yeah, our girls are into making their own nail polish now, but it's, oh. it's all bright greens and blues. What do they and, make it out of? 
kits. Just paint. They're yeah. just getting house paint. They're the nail polish <laughs> kits that come oh, for, I didn't know for holidays and things. Nail polish. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Eh, my kids are past that now, I guess, <laughs> making their own stuff. But uh, you guys are still cleaning up your kids' messes, so that's cool. Yes. <laughs> Um, 1998. So I was, uh, Pilar and I got married in 1998 and this song came out. It was an Aerosmith song, uh, from the movie Armageddon. And I listened to this like nonstop, like in, like a nut job. I just loved it so much. And, uh, even though it wasn't our, our first dance song at our wedding, my nephews requested it and we ended up, uh, dancing to it for them. And, uh, and, and that felt like it was, uh, our first dance song. So this is uh, Aerosmith with her only number one hit written by Diane Warren. This is uh, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing Watch you smile while you are sleeping While you're far away dreaming I could spend my life in this sweet Lost in this moment forever. Every moment spent with you is a moment I treasure. All right, that was Aerosmith. Uh, as I said, their only number one hit, and they didn't write it, so that probably bums them out. But I uh, still get a number one hit. Hey, right? It was a staple at every high school dance. I think. Oh my God, it's it was everywhere constantly. Yes. They still play it, you know, because they they know that people want to hear it. Exactly, got to play the hits. Especially when you have one number one, you got to play your number one hit for. But they don't close with that. No, no, <laughs> no. They put it right in the in the middle somewhere. Brian, what's the next thing? Have you seen Aerosmith in concert? Uh, no. Only on TV, like with the, the, the Grammy performance. Gotcha, this year. gotcha. So, uh, nope, never seen them live. Let me think. I've seen Big them. fan of their roller coaster in uh, Disney World, though. I didn't know they had a, they have a, an Aerosmith the roller Aerosmith coaster. Aerosmith Rock in Disney and Roller World? Coaster? Nice. Yes, the, it's, so it's, you got to get to the show. You, the, the, the seats are in a limo. Okay. And it starts blaring, dude looks like a lady, and you're zero to six, you know, just flying into a, a tight turn and, you know, mm-hmm. lights everywhere. It's a good time. All right. I like you guys. You guys have fun. <laughs> Uh, what's your next song on your, on your gravestone jukebox? So you were talking about your wedding. Um, the next song came out right before we got married in 2006. So um, off the album Stadium Arcadium by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Double which, album. Double album. I still hold is their best. It's a really My good favorite. album. It's yeah, great. It's really great. Um, the song I chose off of this one is, is Hard to Concentrate. It was one we kicked around, you know, as a potential song for our first dance. Didn't end up choosing that, but um, in, in his toast, my father-in-law brought this song in and was, was quoting that, you know, about, you know, making uh, a family and, you know, bringing people together. And it, it's always been a, a fun song for us. Here we go. Hard to Concentrate. Sweet precision and soft collision of 
Heart's about to palpitate And I find it hard to separate And all I want is for you to be happy And take this woman and make you my family And finally you have found someone perfect And finally you have found Now all I want is for you to be happy Stadium Arcadium. Have you seen the Chili Peppers live? No. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Anthony Kiedis' voice. I like it. On that song, it's great. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, he can't sing. I'm like, can't he? No, you can't sing. He can sing. I, they have the album sales. Yeah. No one's buying uh, albums by a guy who can't sing. <laughs> uh, okay, my next song is from 2001. It's a Rod Stewart song. It's probably a song that you guys have never heard. Uh, it's a song called I Can't Deny It from the album uh, Human. And our oldest uh, daughter was uh, uh, not a good sleeper at all. Like, terrible. <laughs> the worst. I don't wish it on anyone. But when it's your first, you just think, oh, that's just... You don't know any different. It's, it's all kids are like this. And then Rita came and she would be, I'm like, oh, that's what it's like. <laughs> so I would have to play this song. I would have to hold her, cradle her, and I would have to dance around the room to the song it was the only thing that like i don't know if it was the dancing uh, i don't know if it was whatever or, or if it was the song or a combination but this is how i would have to get her to sleep and it would take it would take like about three or four plays of the song over and over and over again so maybe it's not really the song but this is the song i played and i'm gonna say it worked so this is i can't deny it how can i tell you how much i love you I never put no one above you just you in my heart And you're making me wild How can I tell you how much I need you Without you I'm just a bleeding man Yeah So girl, it's right Can't excite I can't deny it When it feels this good Yeah, yeah it's a song put my kid to sleep that's a great song you guys are still awake so it must not it doesn't work on everyone <laughs> no i do remember figuring out where the creaky boards in the floor were so you avoid stepping on them as you're trying and to get the kids to sleep from what i understand you're not supposed to do that you're just supposed to they're supposed to get used to the normal but I, that's what I would do too. I mean, <laughs> sometimes we would have to bring the stroller in the house and push her because we had hardwood floors in our apartment and push her around. And then if she fell asleep, I would just leave her in the. She was. She was buckled. Don't want to mess with a good thing. No, I'm like, do I attempt to take her out and put her down? And she's she's out. Nope. So you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Uh, oh, Ellis Paul. Yes. Next. So um, here, Ellis Paul. Um, the song I chose here, Anna Lee. Um, we heard him close his concert with the first time mm. we saw him in Chicago. And it was another one of those uh, performances where he comes out edge of the stage and just, you know, singing and, and playing a, him on acoustic guitar. Um, this was the one um, when he was at our uh, house concert. He said, you know, originally was writing it Emily, but had to change the name to Annalie. Mm. Okay. Um, so, uh, 
based on, you know, where he was when he recorded it. Um, what I like about this one, you know, it's living in the moment and not letting, um, taking, or taking advantage of, of what you have at the moment and, and not letting things go by you. Enjoy it. Exactly. Here we go, Anna Lee. Then the doctor's daughter came and dove right in. Lord Almighty, she's nothing but skin. I could turn my head, but she may never come again. She's filling the sky with her laughter. So when you have a house concert, uh, are you involved in choosing the set list at all? Can you do that? Uh, we asked for some songs to be played, yeah. And this he, one was on there. And he did it? Yes. Because he's at your house. What's yeah. he going to do? Yeah. Uh, he's, what I like about him, he's a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And so many of his songs are, are stories, but they find ways to, to relate um, you know, at different moments in your life, whatever you're going through. Cool. Yeah. How old of a guy, I wonder, is he, Ellis Paul? Uh, he's been doing this since the early 90s. All right, well, he's been around. Yeah. How old do you think he is? 50? 50? Somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, his last <laughs> album that came out last year, Storyteller Suitcase, has been winning some folk awards. Oh, it's, good. it's a really good album. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, back to the kids, and you, I'm going to play a Beatles song. You played Beatles earlier. Uh, when, you know, when you, get, when you have your kids and they're, and they're you know, they're, they're in the car and they're finally starting to get aware of music, no matter what age that is, one, two, three, uh, you can always play the Beatles. Yes. Always. I mean, there's, there's, you know, maybe, maybe why don't you do it in the road? Maybe you don't play that one. I don't know, but there's very few, (laughs) there's very few that you can't play uh, lyrically or, or musically. Like I never played the Rolling Stones when the kids are in the car. I would, I just, I was always that guy. Like I wouldn't play. No, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't play music that I didn't think, was was you know that you'd want them age to hear. appropriate yeah, yeah yeah I just I yeah. just never I don't um I've said this many times you you probably don't know this um Evan but uh, I I don't swear in front of the kids I never have I uh you know I just uh I just don't yeah I, and I swear <laughs> I do swear but I'm not in front of the I just uh, it's the thing yeah we found um so like Bruno Mars um Uptown Funk mm-hmm. you know they're they're singing Hot Damn. Uh, we just sing louder, hot day, over them to you know try and <laughs> keep the words um, a little. Doesn't different. he? Doesn't there a lyric there? Put some liquor in it. Yes. The, the uh, one of the moms at school when that song came out, <laughs> they would sing, they would they, they would sing put some licorice in it. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah, it works. All right. So this is uh this is Yellow Submarine. Great song. And I especially like the part. I think I might have it queued up at this part where all the sound effects come like. <laughs> All that kind of sure. stuff, so let's do it. We all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. 
I saw the Wiggles in concert. If you guys, how was that? <laughs> it was. It was all original members. There you go. Uh, it was great, actually. They they were they were really entertaining. Like they made I it. Bet. They made it fun for the parents too. So because I mean, nothing would be worse than sitting out there and seeing kids smile and the parents like, oh, this is death. Right. So it was really fun. But yeah. they know their lane and and their audience. That's and right. if you're playing to that, it's going to be a good right. time. Yeah. So it was a, it was it was fun. Yeah. That would have been uh, that would have been Ezra's first concert. Yeah. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Yeah. Nice. Um, my friend, uh, my friend, Paul Gilmartin, he, um, he played hockey with the guy who was in charge of security at the venue, Universal Amphitheater. It's not okay. there anymore. And so, uh, I think it was sold out. I couldn't get tickets. And I asked Paul, could you ask your friend? And he goes, yeah. And Paul goes, you're all set up, just show up. And literally when, when we're looking for our seats, they just took like two folding chairs, but like padded, like comfy sure. folding chair and just like plopped them in like this section there's that was our seat and they were good seat we were close it was good nice so that was cool thank you paul gilmartin <laughs> uh my list oh no that i just played yellow submarine your list what yeah. if i tricked you that oh back to me <laughs> all right brian what do you got for now this is a, oh this is a bruce springsteen song it is a springsteen song um that i first heard during the kennedy center honors mm-hmm. um i love watching that show every year yeah. Uh, you just you know you see all of the the people covering songs of whoever's being uh, honored, and uh, this one stuck out to me. Um, Eddie Vedder doing "My City of Ruins." Um, you're just seeing the emotion of uh, the actual artist. So seeing like Bruce Springsteen, yeah. you know, watching him perform that way. Um, it reminds me like when Hart was doing Led Zeppelin. You watch, you yeah, know, Robert Plant was yeah. crying, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, because it was awesome. It um, was awesome. But this song, um, hearing it. Um, on the Kennedy Center Honors, you know, it, it's taken on a life of, you know, benefiting, uh, it was 9-11, he did it on a benefit yeah. for there. Um, the New Zealand earthquake, you know, Jersey Shore with, with uh, Hurricane Sandy. Um, we first, um, I first saw this, heard it um, right about um, when that, uh, so the priest who was in the picture, mm-hmm. um, he passed away 10 years ago this week. Aww. And it was right at that time. And the way the song starts with, you know, the congregation's gone and, you know, just some of the, the imagery in there and the way it starts with him on guitar, you're bringing the choir and it just grows to that, that huge finish. Um, it, it's, it's a pretty awesome song. I forgot to say, um, well, rock in peace to the priest who <laughs> has passed away. Uh, was he, were you guys close with him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he was there since we were um, Just, born, really, yeah. since we were, you know, we uh, uh, well, many priests uh, throughout my church when I was growing up. But uh, but your picture now just it just made me realize that the church where my wife and I got married, that was also where um, I, had, I was baptized and had my first communion and the whole type of thing. Were you an altar boy? Yes. Yes. To, to what age were you an altar boy? I was an altar boy till I was a senior in high school. No, maybe eighth grade. <laughs> Eighth grade, ninth and the, grade, and then you were, you, your parents let you bail. Then, yeah, it was always weird. When it was like a senior in high school, and I wasn't tall, but you know, but the you know when there's a when there's a second when there's a second grade altar boy, it's like and somebody was yeah, it looks ridiculous. Um, what was I going to say? My city in ruins, Eddie Vedder. Here we go. Rise up, come on, rise up. 
What if you just heard boo? <laughs> <laughs> I like the finish. I didn't. I, I I've never. I never really liked that song even. And I'm a Bruce fan. So, so maybe that's like the one I, I don't like, the, like so far. Liking the song, I mm-hmm. went down the YouTube kind of mm-hmm. rabbit hole yep. of of Bruce doing it, and some of the live performances he's done with uh, with the band are great. Yeah, yeah, I love Bruce, and you know, in a concert setting, he can he can win me over on sure. any song. But I just I just remember when I think that's on the Rising album. It is. And just it's uh, so many great songs on that album. But yeah, I don't know why that one never did it for me. I'm not I'm not saying your choice is bad. <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking if you don't Fair like enough me, if you don't like some songs i played just say no so uh, far they've all been uh, all been good of course <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing um 2004 take uh take our first to see shrek 2 in a theater it might it might have been i think we tried a couple times to take uh to take um take them to to take uh ezra to uh movies and they would always um the too loud and just didn't like it but this was the first one where where they liked it and uh and i was a counting crows fan so i just loved accidentally in love (laughs) so she said what's the problem baby what's the problem i don't know well maybe i'm in love love think about it every time i think about it can't stop All right, so there was a lot Great of there, there was a lot of reaction from Evan for this song. What is what's uh, so at our, our, our wedding reception? You know how you have a song and they're introducing the wedding party, yes, and then yes. the couple comes out. Uh, that was the song that we came out to at our <laughs> wedding is, reception. Accidentally in love, insane. This is crazy. Yep. It's a great song. Okay, but and I, I was actually in a car accident at one point, and then mm-hmm. Evan started singing "Accidentally in Love," and it was a little too soon, but it's it's still was, been a good song. Was it a serious car accident? No. Okay. Well, stop trying to get sympathy for it, Brian. Nah, I, I'll try where I can. <laughs> but look, just think about this though: how many songs are there? Mm-hmm. A, a trillion. <laughs> yes. And and two songs I picked are like have a have a have a direct connection to you. Yes. It's very strange. This is why I've been listening to this show every episode very since strange. the beginning. Very strange. All right, uh, you're up, buddy. All right. So um, the next band, uh, the Young Dubliners, we saw at Waterfest in Oshkosh. Uh, they were um, kind of the middle band mm-hmm. um, opening for I want to say the Gin Blossoms um, on the one of the summer tours. Um, so this uh, song, this album, Real World, came out in 2005. Um, the band, they're from L.A., but I believe some of the members are all from Ireland originally. Okay. Uh, still touring. And a lot of the set was like Flogging Molly, Dropkick Murphys, you know, Gaelic Storm. Um, but halfway through, they come out all acoustic, and they did this song, Evermore. And it was uh, right before um, we, we didn't have any kids yet, um, but we're... Um, I think we were expecting our first daughter um, when we saw the show. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those where you hear it and you're like, oh, that's, uh, it kind of fits that moment in your life. You're expecting you know, a, a kid. And right. um, it just really was perfect for that. Perfect. Here we go. Evermore. Drive the road or let's travel on. Look up at the stars and they're shining too. 
So your kids are four years apart. Was that planned? Yes. Yeah. That's what we, we planned too. Our kids are four years apart. We just felt like at four, that one should be out of diapers. Like I didn't want to have, <laughs> I didn't want to have two yes. in diapers. I agree. So we were like, that seems like a good, uh, yeah. a good one, a good, uh, a fit. Do they get along at this age? Day to day, you know, there there are good moments and trying moments. Uh, that never really stops. With any siblings, but uh, no, overall they get along great. It's uh, like when Ezra's home from college and like uh, it'll be dinner time and people are go go get him for dinner and I'll go. And if they're like in one of their, each other's room, if they're together in one of the rooms, bedrooms, and they're just talking, I'm like, I, we, we leave it. We're like, oh, just keep dinner warm. They're like, they're like talking civilly. Yep. They're, <laughs> Don't they're, interrupt. They're hanging out. Let them just hang out for as long as they want. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes it can be a rare moment. Yes. Yeah. We had uh, a new one this week. Our older daughter um, was getting frustrated with our younger daughter and she just looks at her and goes, stop patronizing me. (laughs) It's like, oh, there's some new vocabulary we're inventing. All right. There you go. There you go. The Sesame Street is good. (laughs) Uh, um, First first legit concert uh, Ezra ever went to was Taylor Swift. Uh, now there was, we attempted to get, uh, to get Ezra there on the, uh, speak now tour. Sure. Uh, my wife, Pilar, she's a screenwriting teacher. This is her office. Uh, one of her clients was Taylor Swift's, uh, bodyguard. Okay. And, um, and so he got them amazing tickets, like down, like really close, but Ezra with, uh, you know, hearing sensitivity and, uh, anxiety and stuff, they just, they couldn't even get into the arena. They couldn't, it was, yeah. And so they came home and then, you know, tears and I wish I could have and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, the next time Taylor Swift comes, we won't have tickets like that, but, but, but we'll get, we'll, we'll get in there and and go. So, and, uh, you know, a year and a half later, we, we went for the red tour. One of the best, one of the top five concerts I've ever seen. I believe it. And people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look, the tickets were, uh, reasonably priced you know, 125 bucks. I go, every single penny of that ticket price was on that stage. I mean, she got in a bucket and flew and went around, (laughs) went around the arena. She had a stage in the center, you know, at the other end so that people could see. And she had dancers and it was just, it was a spectacle. I mean, it was really incredible. You know, when I pay the same price to see four guys in jeans stand there with no backdrop and just play (laughs) their songs, I'm like, yeah, I want to see a show. Yeah. So it was amazing. Yeah. And this song just, I just always loved the song. Uh, Taylor Swift sang it that night. And the song is called Holy Ground. I was reminiscing just the other day. Well, I haven't got the all alone and Lord, it took me away. Back to a first glance, feeling on New York time. Back when you fit in my poems like a perfect round. Took off faster than a green light go. Yeah, you skip the conversation when you already know. I left a note on the Darling, it was 
Taylor Swift, holy ground. Yeah, she's um, coming up big in our house right now. Okay. Um, the, the latest album, our, our daughter's a big fan of that one. Um, and have you seen any of the, the documentaries that have come out? Or any I did of the not watch the ones? Netflix uh, documentary yet. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good? Yeah, it um, just reinforces, I think, kind of her brain. Yeah. I feel like when, um, when my kids were getting into Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift was still a teenager, or early 20s. Sure. And now you, your kids are getting the 30-year-old Taylor Swift where, where her music is changing a little. But I really feel like this early music was, was great pop music and, and innocent lyric-wise. Absolutely. But, uh, but, not, um, but not fluff either. Like, you know, she can really write lyrics. Yes. And, but, uh, yeah, as she gets older, um, the introduction to that stuff, uh, yeah, it's... it's, 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 it's yeah. Shaky, if that's uh, if it's uh, we've tried to stick with shake it off for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, kind of in that in that zone. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That stuff's great. So uh, yeah, pretend there was a song, <laughs> there was a song when Speak Now. Um, God, I forget what the title is, but there's a. It's like one of her revenge songs because this actress stole her boyfriend, and she sure. and she said uh, there's a lyric that said uh, you're an actress, but you're better known for what you do on the mattress, and like. <laughs> I would not play that song uh, in the car because I was That's like, "That's you got to speak up over the the words." And... I, w- I actually I actually burned this CD. Sure. I made another copy and removed that song. <laughs> and years later, um, Ezra was like, "Hey, that, you took that song off, didn't you?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "She's like, <laughs> all right, she 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 got they it, got it, they got, got it. it." But uh, yeah, you got to hey. I try to avoid things. It's at certain ages. I want, there's things that I don't want to discuss. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, if I don't feel they're ready to discuss it, then I'm not ready to discuss it either. But uh, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yes. All right. And uh, oh, okay. This is a this is a good uh, a good song title for the next one. Here we go. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, are you familiar with Javier Colon? I am not. Okay. I am not. Um, this. I did have of... a colonoscopy last week though. So <laughs> good. And I'm wearing right some around cologne. your birthday. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah, I do. Um, so he's um, first heard him on The Voice. Okay. Uh, season one of The Voice. Um, if you want to look him up on YouTube, the, did time after time, just him acoustic guitars. The uh, Cindy Lauper song? Yes. Excellent. It was awesome. That's um, like a staple on those singing shows. Oh, yeah. Because they all have like um, a group of songs. Somebody's always going to do like a Coldplay song. <laughs> and, you know, when you're about two thirds of the way right. through, just, you know, to give you that final push to the right. end. And they'll throw in um, some of the, the, the big soaring ballads. So right. you can, you got to have your moment. Yep, you do. Um, so Javier Colon actually released this um, before going on The Voice, um, self-produced. Um, this starts my string of sappy parent songs. All right. Are you going to cry? Will you cry? I'm going to try not to. All right. This song has that effect uh, from time to time. Uh, it is, it's a story song, so it's called My Little Girl. Uh, three verses. The first verse, uh, it's like, hey, you got to get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a baby. Don't be late. And you get there just in time. And the, the second verse is uh, his daughter's first play. And um, I, you know, I remember seeing our daughter, Charlotte's Web. It's like, oh, she has a scene where she's Charlotte, you know, and you're up there and you're watching the kids being fed lines. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just fun to see. Yeah, it's fun. It's terrible, but it's, it's fun. Yeah, it is exactly what it should be. <laughs> and um, so that's the second verse, you know, it's like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. I got to get to my daughter's show. And mm-hmm. then you get there in time, you hear your daughter singing. Again, it's, you know, the... Um, the sappy parent verse as well. And uh, the third verse then starts with, um, you know, daughters are all grown up and, you know, has her own kids or kids are driving her crazy, yeah. which parent can't relate to that. Um, so then it's like, Hey, can you just stop by? So I think what I have this one cued is he, um, 
he uh, is going over to his daughter's house. The first verses have been kind of like, um, you know, oh, he makes it and it's, it's kind of light. But yeah. the, the third one takes uh, a bit of a turn. So um, we can, we can start. Not, I'm going to try not to cry. Start right there. All right, here we go. Oops. Try again. But as I turned into the driveway, I can't believe my eyes. Smoke, flame, sirens. The kids were outside crying. The oldest said, Grandpa, Mommy's still inside. You're killing me, bro. Oh, get out of my way. I'm coming through. Don't you know that that's my little girl? The neighbor said, No, nothing you can do. But he's not a dad, so he don't know that I've got to get in there. She's got to be somewhere. If I die trying, I don't care. My eyes are wet. There you go. <laughs> that song Way will do go. that to you. Way to go. But you got that goal. You know, you always want to be there. Holy crap. Um, I, I hope he gets her. I hope yeah. he gets her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, if it, it, what if it takes a real bad turn? <laughs> well, in uh, the first two, it's like, okay, I understand it. You're running late, mm-hmm. but you still make it. And then all of a sudden, it's like you pull in and the house is on fire. Come on, man. But yeah, uh, yeah it ends with he, he's there on time. Thank Everything's God. okay. So, and uh, I think he's got a great voice. Yeah, that's good. Now, who wrote that song? Do you know? Uh, I am not sure. I think he did. Oh, really? Okay. Because, um, well, how old of a gentleman is he if he's on The Voice? Um, not, too, not, not too old. So this came okay. out in 2010. Um, he'd had an album out before that. So um, Does he from, have kids, though, or did, was he just right? Yeah. Did he just, yeah. He it, did. Um, it starts off, and it's just one of the things that always gets me when you have the kid mm-hmm. on the track. Yeah. So it starts off at the very start of the song. It's like, hey, can you hear daddy sing? And then you hear like his little daughter in the background. It's like, hi, daddy. And I mean, you bringing that kid in, it's not fair. Yeah. He has four kids. He's 41. Oh, he's, he's 41. 41. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a song uh, by a country singer, Trace Atkins, called You're Gonna Miss This. Yes. And it's the same, that's the same type of a song for me. It's just, it's got three verses. It's, the, it's this part, this time in your life, and this time, and this time, and it's all... You're going to miss this. It's right. just like, oh, my God, yep. that one get, kills me. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to a Gin Blossom song. <laughs> I've said this, I've told this many times in the show, but who cares? Uh, the song Mrs. Rita, uh, our youngest is Rita. We are going to name her Anna. Her middle name is Dora. Last name is Dodson. So she was going to be Anna Dora Dodson. But then Pilar said, oh, her initials are going to be ADD and kids are going to make fun of her. I'm like, kids aren't going to make fun of her, but, but Pilar's like, kids can be, cause, uh, yeah. So, um, so I'm like, okay, well, and Dora was my grand, was my grandmother. So so that was going to, that was staying. Um, we didn't realize that kids were going to make fun of her because of Dora, the explorer. Oh, sure. So, but, uh, so, uh, we're just talking about names and Mrs. Rita came on the radio and we were both like, Rita's a really cool name. Like, yeah, and there's no Rita. Like, there's no Rita's. And there's still, there's no Rita's. It's no. just Rita. And so, um, and she really likes that, that there's, 
she's the one. Right. So uh, this is a little uh, Mrs. Rita. She also loves lovely Rita, Meter Maid. She, yes. she also likes that song too. So, uh, Brian, do you do you ever drink any gin when you're at a Gin Blossoms concert? Uh, we've had the opportunity to uh, meet the band. Okay, and um, not not gin, but they have some uh, they have some uh, cocktails, decent amount of beer backstage. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yes. How much would you have to drink maybe to get a hangover? Uh, as much as I did for my first really <laughs> bad one after seeing a Gin Blossoms concert. <laughs> Uh, and then Evan, you have to. You're driving, I assume, so you have to stay. No, we stayed. We stayed. We, we stayed oh, you stayed right by the concert. Yeah. That's great, though. Yes. When you can do that, yes. Just walk to the. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Don't have to worry about getting on the road. No, you don't. Good dog. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. <laughs> uh, you're you're up. All right. So you talked about um, naming your daughter Rita. Yes. Um, our daughter, our, our younger daughter, is named James. And, oh, nice. Um, we were actually at. Now, how um, does she feel about that? Because James is, three. she's three. three. Okay. So it's, uh, we, we know not conventional. Uh, we were actually at a family dinner and somebody made a comment um, about somebody who had named their daughter James. And it's like, you would name a girl James. And we got in the car and we're going, I kind of like that. Yeah, like, I like cool. how that sounds. It's, it's different. And um, Evan, you know, not a traditional name there. And it's. Uh, no, that's true. That's true. Something that um, we thought would be great for her. And um, being huge James Taylor fans as well, um, Sweet Baby James is a song uh, off of another, if you're doing a great album, this, this fits that bill. It's a great song, and it, it always uh, kind of fits her from that, that sweet lullaby um, as you're trying to go to sleep. I love it. Here we go. Good night, you moonlight ladies. Rock of sweet baby James. are the colors I choose Won't you let me go down in my dreams And rock of our sweet baby James Now the first of December And he wrote this for his nephew. There, he found yes. out his nephew was going to be named after him. And he's like, well, what do I give for a gift for this? And so he wrote this song. Yeah, that's a pretty good gift. It is a pretty good <laughs> gift. The gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Put that nephew James through college, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and also got to get a cut of the royalty for it. Uh, true. And also Taylor Swift is named after James Taylor. Right. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's great. I think, I mean, James Taylor, this catalog has so much in it, a huge variety. It's I mean, fantastic. you got that um, Sweet for 20G off the same album. You got the horns that come in mm-hmm. and it's, it's just a, a lot of great music. Murray hates James Taylor. Well, he say, oh, he says, oh, if I want to take, I, a, I, I cannot, want to take a nap, that's what I'll listen to. I cannot to. question his uh, taste after seeing him at the concert this weekend. Um, <laughs> True. But it's, uh, we, we, I love James Taylor. Yeah, he's I love great. James Taylor too. He's, he's, he's timeless. Absolutely. He's, I'm interested to hear how the Standards album mm-hmm. goes. Um, sometimes when the Standards albums come out after a number of years, they can 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I w- I'm not a fan of standards, but I will. But if if, but I'm sure he'll do a great job. Yeah. Well, he did. He had the covers albums. He did the covers There's albums. Like, um, some some great ones on there. Yeah. And uh, you know, some people can do the standards. You know, Linda Ronstadt, for example. Sure. But um, but I'll, I'll definitely be buying it. Uh, yeah. Give it a try. It comes out. So. Uh, Rita loves Adele, and Rita sings. And I love James Bond, and I love Adele. So this was a song in 2012 that we just listened to constantly over and over and over again. And I think it's one of the best James Bond uh, theme songs of all time. I mean, if you can work the title of the movie in, and sometimes you can't (laughs) because the title is what (laughs) it is. But, uh, But they, this is just, this is so good, Skyfall. This is the end Hold your breath and count to ten I mean, I'm in from the first line. Yeah, it fits the mood. Yes. Was, I was fortunate enough to be in London uh, for three of the James, uh, the Daniel Craig James Bond movies when they were opening. Uh, Pilar was teaching there, and I was with her. And they, they able go, to see them? Yeah, able to see them. And they, the people go insane because, like, that's their that's their guy. That's their guy. I mean, they own this is we own this guy, right? And then to have Adele do that. Oh my song. god, just crazy. I mean. It's, it fits and, the movie, and, and, and everything. The, and the movie's great. I mean, it's just, it was, it was great. Right. So what do you think about Billie Eilish doing the new one? Have you heard No Time to Die? I cannot talk about it, Brian, because when Kyle's home, we are going to do a show uh, just about the, uh, the, Daniel, the five Daniel Craig theme songs. So I, I Fair can, enough. We'll I table can, that one. I can, I can, we can talk off mic. Sounds good. Um, you are up, my friend. All right. Because we're friends now. Um, yeah. So breaking from some of the slower acoustic mellow rock for, for this one, mm-hmm. um, Elton John is another you know, artist that looms huge in um, my playlists. And uh, this particular song I chose, I'm Still Standing, is it was one of the first songs that our older daughter um, started getting into. Yeah. And watching your kids get into you know, music that you like and can listen to and uh, really you know, dance around the house, sing... Um, sing with them yeah watching them discover that music it just makes it all fresh and new again this is such a fun song too and i love this song so and and this album too low for zero is great top to bottom it is yes 
Yeah, I went. Um, so we have uh, two record stores in Appleton, and um, the exclusive company where we will go for the record store day mm-hmm. releases. And then there's another used store where everything is advertised as a, a good deal, and like, <laughs> oh, well, we'll get you. You know, if you add on these three or four, so you always end up walking out with you with know a, eight or ten when you were looking for one. Right. But I uh, found the the original too low for zero vinyl copy there. Was it sealed? No. See, my thing is, I'm uh, I. I I'm looking for the something sealed. Sure. So, and I've I've had a lot of luck with um I'm only buying like my like I'll go to, like I'll go to Elton John and what's my favorite Elton John album and then I'm just buying like vinyl copies of my favorite albums right. by an individual artist. That way it'll kind of like keep me from going crazy buying too it's, much yeah, vinyl. It's easy to do. Yeah. So um so anyway, here's a uh, here's I'm still standing. And if my love was just a circus song yeah, i love hear, it so much hearing him do it live this last year was was just great i still remember the music video and the way they used it in uh the rocket man movie everything sure. good well in the end of that that's where they kind of copied the video yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they do yeah that's a ballsy move yes it's a it's a big song yep uh 2016 the monkeys release a brand new album called good times and I was like, what's a, what's a Monkeys album in 2016 <laughs> sound like? Picked this thing up. I loved every single song on really? it. And just played it, played it every single day. Rita and I listened to it every single day. And she really warmed to, um, to this song written by, I think it's written by Mike Nesmith. It's called I Know What I Know. Now, when you think of the Monkeys, you probably won't think of this style of song as okay. a Monkey song. You know, you think of something that you're bopping along to. Right. Based on, like, from the opening of the TV show. Right. But this is the song that Rita just loves. So here's I Know What I Know. I know what I know. And what I know is I know nothing without you. I know what I see. And what I see. Is I see nothing without you Alone I am With waiting heart Alone I am A world apart I know what I have Yep, that's the one. That was that was her. She wow. liked all the songs, but that was the one that really Give her like, credit for that. Really uh, meant something to her. So. Yeah, good for Rita. It's a great song. Yeah, I didn't write it, but thank you. <laughs> they worked with some other writers on that album too. Yeah, right? they did. They Brought did. They worked with uh, Andy Partridge from XTC and Adam Schlesinger from uh, 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 Fountains of Wayne and um, uh, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they did a uh, and uh, yeah. 
So yeah, it's good though. It's a good album. I, I really nice. love it. Fun. Kids can listen to it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Check that box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think the Fountains of Wayne, um, the same songwriter was responsible for one song I had to, to um, cut one of the, the soundtrack songs of um, That Thing You Do. Uh, Did they write that one? Yes. Yes. Adam Schlesinger wrote yeah. That Thing You Do. Yeah. You had to cut something? What? From the list. Oh, from the list. Yes. Oh, okay. From the list for today. Yeah. I love that. That's a great I love song. That Thing You Do. And... Um, uh, just played a version of it by, uh, by the knack a couple weeks ago when Doug Feigler's sister was here. And so I'll repeat that that song, the song has to be perfect for that movie. Cause you have to be able to watch that movie and hear that song so it, many at times. Least 10 or 12 times right. with, with that and not get sick of it and actually look forward to, to every time you hear it, it again and the different that, changes yeah, of it. Yeah. Just the drums at the beginning, you immediately get excited. And yeah, I love, I love that movie. I love that song. It's good. Yeah. Good job, Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, Tom, that Tom Hanks might have a future in the films. I think he's done okay. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, the next song by Brandy Carlisle, I, I had this song in my iTunes library, but I did not have the version that you wanted, so I went and purchased it. Tell us what's different about this version. Right, so this version does have Sam Smith on it. Uh, she released this after the, the album came out uh, as a duet with him, and he add something to the song and I think it's an artist that between the two of them they can balance each other out really well on this song uh, released it as a, a fundraiser for her charity as well but I, uh, I first got into uh, this album by Brandy um, as a, received it as a gift from one of our friends um, it's a pre-order so it came and uh, she does albums right where you you open the album the artwork's great Love the it. sleeves are great everything is awesome and and listening through the album this song uh party of one does close out the album and it is a song that is real and relevant and now okay um what i appreciate about it is it's uh so if you watch her on austin city limits on that show she says that this song is what happens when you get mad at your wife and listen to Joni mitchell <laughs> And let me ask you, when your friend bought you this album, were yes. you, did you like Brandy Carlisle? Or was this, I did. Was this your introduction to her? I liked her um, casually. We'd, we'd seen her. We actually saw her open for Paul Simon at Summerfest. Oh, okay. Nice. And she rocked the stage and uh, put on a, a great show there and uh, was into her music a little bit, but this album really blew it up for me. Okay, cool. And um, hearing this song, uh, there's a great video for it with the two of them, and it's, it's, it's real. It's, you know, life happens no matter um, where you are in a relationship, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're with someone that, that is right, the end of the day, it, it ends with, I am yours, I am yours. Nice. Um, you can always count on that person no matter what. Excellent. This is uh, Party One featuring Sam Smith. Love you the first time I saw you and you know I love you still And I am tired But I am yours Don't even think about your freedom Or taking a flight Or going back upon your promise After fighting for the right Because you're shells And you're ass deepens And you're our paper tigers now All your constant overthinking And your secret of drinking I still don't know how I feel about Sam Smith's voice sometimes Yeah? But, you know, 
I just, you know, I yeah. don't know. On that track, I like I it. They, yeah. they, they do well together, and they have I some moments throughout the track. song. Some of his songs I like. Yeah. But that's a good song. It's good. I think she's been closing uh, a decent number of shows with that one. Sometimes there'll be strings on stage with her, and it's, it's, a, it's a great song. So you like the two of them together better than just her solo version? On that song, yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I will check. I'm going to check. But that, that album, by the way, I forgive you, is amazing top to bottom. Someone sent me that album. I have it in my iTunes, but I, I, I haven't listened to it yet, so I need to it's listen. It's great. Easy Evan. Evan <laughs> sitting up and shaking her fist. Um, yeah. And that was one where, after hearing that album, like you said, you go back then, and you look at the album before that, and before that, yeah. and you, before you know it, you have the you whole have them catalog, all. and yeah. you're just, uh, you're in deep. And then your wife says, why do you have so many Brandy Carlisle? <laughs> because she's awesome. Did you like my wife voice? Why do you have so many? Okay. <laughs> A little whiny. All right. My next song on my uh, jukebox. Uh, uh, why do I forget the title of the episode? Jukebox on my grave. Jukebox on my grave. Yes. I always want to say of, of the grave. That's not good. Jukebox. On, trust me. When the artwork comes out in the episode, it'll be correct. All Ju- set. Jukebox on my grave. Okay. This is my favorite Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers album. It's Damn the Torpedoes. I, uh, I just love this album from the minute I bought it. I loved how he looked on the cover. He looked like such a, you know, a, a punk. It looked like it was going to be a punk album. I love the Rickenbacker guitar. I love every single song. It's, it's, I just love it. And even though I met my wife many, 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 many years, well, that's a lot of many. She might <laughs> appreciate that. Many years after this album was released, the song Here Comes My Girl just makes me it's a think great of, song. It just makes me think of her. So here comes my girl. You know, sometimes I don't know why, but this old town just seems so hopeless. I ain't really sure, but it seems I remember the good times with just a little bit more in focus. But when she puts her arms around me, Love it, love it. When the the refrain kicks in, that's awesome. Yeah, how uh, Evan? How are you on Tom Petty? You like Tom Petty? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have Evan on the show next. Time. <laughs> uh, um, all right, here we go. This is your last one. Last track, yes. Last track. So, thinking about how to close out, you know, jukebox on my grave. What is one kind of last song? And uh, what came to mind for me was this last track, No Hard Feelings by the Avett mm-hmm. Brothers. Okay. So I mentioned, you know, we've seen the Avett Brothers. They put on an amazing show. But um, this song for me really kind of stands out. I think they closed the show we saw them with it. Uh, if you watch their, their documentary, the one that was out, um, directed by Judd Apatow, May It Last, um, this song is featured heavily at the end of the documentary. Okay. And you watch them record it with R- Rick Rubens there, and you just see um, them playing, and it's one take, you know, recorded in one take, and it takes so much out of them. It's one of those songs that when they're done, it's just silent. And then you got to just take a minute, kind of process everything that went into that, 
Because the whole song is, you know, you know, no hard feelings. Lord knows they haven't done much good for anyone. Uh, having no enemies, you know, life and its loveliness, everything that goes into it, mm-hmm. what is the impact you want to leave? And at the end of the day, they're, they're saying, you know, I have no enemies. Hope that the relationships and the people in your life are, are long-lasting. That's a, good, uh, that's a good sentiment. I said that word many times on the Lisa Loeb episode, sentiment. <laughs> this is uh, No Hard Feelings. Let's listen to it. Takes a moment. <laughs> Just let it sink in. And we're back. Okay. All right. I had to let it play out to the end because you... you, you I love how it ends. Yes. It fades down. I, they have the, the unfair sibling harmony thing going on. Mm-hmm. What if after like 10 seconds I just faded it down and we... <laughs> <laughs> no, So Pat, for a play out song, can no. we play it again? No. Uh, I do have a, I have a play out song I think you'll, I think awesome. you'll like. But I have one more song to yeah. complete my 15. Okay. It's another, it, it's, I'm sorry, <laughs> Evan, it's another Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker song. And it's, uh, it's, from, a, it's from a soundtrack called She's the One. Uh, they wrote the, uh, the, what, do you like it, David? Walls? No, it's not Walls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's called California. And um, I love California. I, I met my wife here. We've sure. had our kids here. I've, uh, this podcast started here. I have a, a great friend group, uh, except for David. And... Uh, <laughs> It's just, uh, and the first, just the first line of the song, just, uh, it just, it's perfect for me. So here's California. California's been good to me. Hope it don't fall into the sea. Sometimes you got to trust yourself. It ain't like anywhere else. That's it. That's all we have to hear. That's great. That's it. Uh, okay, you two. You guys are in town for one more day. What are you going to do tonight? What do you got? What's on the schedule? Uh, we are heading to the Warner Brothers studio. The, for the tour? For the tour there, yes. I heard it's fun. David, have you taken the tour at Warner Brothers studio? I think you're going to see some Batmobiles. I think you're going to go to Central Perk. Perfect. Maybe Joey will be. I think actually <laughs> Matthew Perry works over there. They just so announced they're probably, doing one more show? They're doing an HBO, like a sit down, like interview retrospective type thing. Got it. So not yeah. like, where are they now? Friends edition. Right. My, no, not that. Uh, uh, my, uh, my daughter was 
read about it. And she was like, I wonder what it's going to be. I go, I think it's an episode where they all go to Chandler's funeral. And she was <laughs> like, what? I was like, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> uh, so that'll be fun. And you're not that yeah. far. You're actually not that far right. from there when you leave here. Yep. We tried to schedule things a closer together mm-hmm. based on traffic. All right. Well, look, <laughs> Brian, great topic. Thank you. Thank you for uh, coming to California and doing this. Uh, Evan, thank you for putting up with me and well, for putting up with him and all those concerts and the house concerts and the big PA. <laughs> so all the stuff he makes you do. Uh, I feel bad for you. But you're a good wife, so uh, all good wives, uh, you know, eventually have to tell their husbands they can't do this stuff anymore. <laughs> uh, now, the song I picked as our playout song. Okay. First of all, are you on social media? Are you on Twitter? No. You're nowhere. Not really. We can't find you anywhere. Well, I'm, I'm out there, but more uh, just keeping up on the news, reading, uh, seeing what's, what's going on. Are you on Instagram? No. I keep wondering if I need to join Instagram, but I, I haven't yet. Okay. So, so Facebook. Face, you're on Facebook? I'm Facebook, yes. Okay. Well, the picture you took uh, with Lisa Loeb, you can post that on Facebook. Okay. You, I'm, I'm giving you the word. You Thank can. you very much. You can do it right now. You can do it when you leave. Whenever you <laughs> All right. We both had James Taylor songs on our list. Yes. We both love James Taylor. Absolutely. So I just picked the song called Hey Mister, That's Me Up on the Jukebox. Perfect. Right. Don't you think? Yeah, it's great. All right. We are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle dot some funny. Go to rocksolid.com, rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. And it's always great to meet uh, people who have been listening to my voice all these years. And then I get to meet you. And then you're disappointed by meeting me. (laughs) Not at all. It's always fun. Not at all. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today. This has been a lot of fun. I I agree. And that's, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. And this is, hey, mister, that's me up on the jukebox. Hey, mister, that's me up on the jukebox. I just said that. I'm the one that's singing this sad song Well, I'll cry every time That you slip in one more dime And let the boy sing the sad one one more time Southern California That's as blue as the boy can be Like a hole in the head Just like a hole in the head I'm free Hey mister, that's me up on the jukebox I'm the one that's singing this sad song Well, I'll cry every time that you slip in one more dime and let the boy sing the sad one one more time I do believe I'm headed home Hey mister can't you see that I'm as dry as a bone I think I'll spend some time Let the doctor and the lawyer 
as much as they can Let the springtime begin Let the boy become a man I done wasted too much time Just to sing you this sad song I done been this lonesome picker a little too long Hey, mister, that's me up on the jukebox I'm the one that's singing this sad song Well, I'll cry every time that you're up and slip in one more dime And let the boys sing